Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come to Bat... Where you can... Batman! Hey! Uh, getting off to a great start already. What's... What, how, how do we start these things? <laughs> come for the Batman, but... Stay for Anthony! Yeah! I'm... <laughs> Kenny, you graduated. You're the head scientist today. <laughs> I did it! All right. Mom's going to be proud. Yeah. You you know what? You get the special lab coat today. Sweet. Yeah. The one oh, that fits. It's really warm. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So this is this is the first time since we started that I have no, until we're done recording here, I have nothing to edit. All of our backlog has been edited. Yeah. Our next episode is coming out on Friday. <laughs> And, and yeah, it's, it has been, geez, what are we on? 35, 36? We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Since, since I didn't have at least one or two and usually more like three (laughs) or four episodes sitting on my hard drive, like, well, I'm going to have to edit that sooner or later. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, well, we've had so much going on. You went out of town. Uh, Yeah to england um, yep, yeah you i had a wedding anniversary uh then we you know uh just kind of work uh yep. my kids had their birthdays hey so yeah it's been uh <laughs> it's been november is hectic yeah we had our thanksgivings yes yeah. uh happy late thanksgiving everybody <laughs> i'm gonna say happy holidays because yeah. by the time this is out we're gonna be in mid-december yeah yeah absolutely so yeah been, you got any big uh, christmas plans with the rugrats i more than likely i'm gonna be working so yeah. uh but I mean, odds are my parents will probably watch the kiddos. They'll probably do the the uh, Santa Claus surprise there, and then uh, they're really young, so they don't really have that concept yet. Yeah. So we're we're safe for about two years or so, <laughs> and then we're gonna have to start uh, stepping up our game. Yeah, I've been I've been. It's one of those things that I ponder. Like I just I just got done. I say done. It is an ongoing process, but. I, you know, wrote this children's book all about dealing with, you know, loss and grief and not at no point saying it's okay because there's an afterlife because that's not what I believe. (laughs) And so, yeah, I'm over here like when I have kids, what, how the hell am I going to handle Santa Claus? (laughs) Am I, am I going to be the lady from Miracle on 34th Street who, who raises a Vulcan child? Is that, is that my fate? (laughs) It's something that has actually it's a practical thing mm-hmm. you can hear me move um uh, my bones <laughs> they <laughs> pop all the time so i'm just picturing myself christmas eve you know late at night <laughs> uh, you're gonna hear this pop 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 pop, pop. <laughs> that must be santa no that's daddy bending over <laughs> so this this will be interesting once once it's time. I think we're okay for two years, two or three years, but then, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. My other big thing is I just got my my fingerprint card, my my proof that the federal government considers me a good person. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I got a I got a new gig uh, giving in home care to developmentally disadvantaged children. That's a good thing. Yeah, it, it is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, you said the state of Arizona is very wonderful when it comes to, um, what is it? The, the care of, of yeah, the uh, mentally and, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a big scandal in the mid nineties. I think it was a Geraldo, uh, went undercover in, uh, it was, it wasn't called an asylum, but it, it's basically an asylum and a, a, a live in facility, for people with developmental disabilities. And it was a big expose because it was like 
makes Arkham Asylum look <laughs> look like Club Med. Oh, uh, yeah, it was as part of the training, like. <laughs> that was kind of, you know, you go in for your training for these things and, and they sort of justify it by saying, hey, I know this is a lot of hoops to jump through and it's a big pain. Here's what happened before we oh, instituted yeah. these reforms. Yes. So, yeah, it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> it beats the alternative. Yes. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're doing it. You are very good with kids. So I think <laughs> um, this is this is going to be good. Very good for you and for, for the children that you take care of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, uh, you know, my, my first clients, I'm, you know, a family friend and i the whole reason why i got involved in it was because their their mom asked like hey would you mind watching my kids would you mind go jumping through some training hoops so that the state can pay you for it (laughs) yeah sure we'll do that yeah all right so yeah uh, there were no kids in today's episode of Batman the Animated Ooh, Series. you segued in there good. Yeah. You segued good. <laughs> <laughs> there were no children. Yes. Uh, Which, uh, usually a good thing. What was the title of this again? It was, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? That's right. That's <laughs> a big title. Our first appearance of Mr. Riddler. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we open up on Competitron Headquarters. Yep. Uh, and the sign out outside says creators of Riddle of the Minotaur. Yeah. This is a software company that makes computer games. And Edward Nigma is the, the creator of Riddle of the Minotaur, their big cash cow. They've got they've got merchandising, they've got theme parks. It's a huge hit. And Edward <laughs> has gotten fired. You see him walking through this cubicle farm. He apparently has a private office or rather had because he goes to open up the door and it's locked. A janitor's taking his name off the door. He's been fired because he decided to sue his employer (laughs) over royalties to this game that he created. Eddie's supposed to be real smart yeah. and, and he, do, he doesn't understand why he can't just, you know, go into work like everything's normal yeah. after. <laughs> it boggles his mind. Oh, by the way, he's voiced by John Glover, I believe is his last name. Uh, he is Lex Luthor's father in the live action show Smallville. Okay. And uh, I think he's perfectly cast. Yeah. I think yeah. his voice is, is, a hundred percent what I would picture the Riddler's voice being. Yeah, just just that not quite British, but just a little bit posh. He's uh, intelligent, smug. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's quick witted, punny. Oh yes, very punny. <laughs> <laughs> if you like dad jokes, man, this is oh, the episode boy. for you. <laughs> uh, and his his design in this first scene, he is very much the. 1940s comic book nerd. He's got a bow tie. Mm-hmm. He's got pens in his breast pocket. He's got suspenders. And he is immediately contrasted with Mockridge, who is the owner of Competitron, who's this Clark Gable looking motherfucker. Yeah, he did look like Clark Gable. <laughs> He's got like the pencil <laughs> mustache and the slicked back hair. Yeah. And wearing a, I'm not, a, you know, black suit and tie, very sharp. Also, these two are just having a, a major smug off right here. Yeah. But ultimately, uh, Mockridge wins because he's in charge. And so Edward Nigma has been let go. He's fired. Yep. And he also, just in case anybody was wondering how this lawsuit might turn out, 
Uh, apparently, Edward Nigma, smarty pants that he is, signed a work-for-hire <laughs> contract. And as as somebody who has a little bit of experience in such matters, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, if, if, if you want the rights to something you create while you are employed by somebody else, negotiate that beforehand. Yeah. Just trust me on this. So here's the thing, speaking again as somebody who's who's interested in such things and has a little bit of experience. Uh the the next scene after, you know, they have their little falling out and and Nigma swears revenge, we cut to Mockridge giving a presentation to Bruce Wayne. Uh, Bruce Wayne is is going to be buying out Competitron. Bruce is just interested in moving the company to Gotham, which will also move a bunch of jobs to Gotham. And I, I get the sense that Mockridge is maybe feeling, uh, for, for as much as he puts on his, his smug businessman face, he might be dealing with a little bit of guilt here because he is going extra hard to justify, like, we've got all these income streams, and if we had to pay royalties to the creator, oh boy. He did sneak that in, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and Bruce is just like... It, Deal's done, man. I don't know why you feel like you have to justify this to me. Like, yeah. I, I want the company. I want the jobs. Sh- shut up. <laughs> Bruce and Lucius Fox are both yawning. Yeah. They just want to get this over with. Let's sign on that dotted line. So here's here's my headcanon, right? <laughs> if, if Eddie Boy had just come to Bruce and said, hey, I hear you're buying out the company. You know, I really made this game. You know, I'm I'm the guy who created this. I could pitch you more games, but, you know, let's work out a deal here. Like, Mockridge will not cut the deal that Nigma wants because Mockridge is a bad businessman. Right. Bruce Wayne and Lucius Fox are good, smart businessmen. Yeah. And in the short term, yeah, you can make some money by screwing over your creative talent. But what happens then? You lose your creative talent. Yeah. You, you killed the golden goose, Mockridge. <laughs> I think if it were pitched to them the right way... Lucius and and Brucius here uh, would would see the wisdom in you know what like yeah in the short term we're gonna have to cut cut Eddie Boy a check but if that makes him if that makes him happy and keeps him producing these products that the public love in the long run that's good. cutting him in on a piece of the pie if it's a bigger pie everybody wins right that's the smart business decision in this case <laughs> I think Eddie. If if Eddie weren't so hell bent on revenge, he could have could have had it all. Well, later on, <laughs> I mean, they kind of tore with that idea just a little smidge of it later on. Um, but anyway, <laughs> there's a, uh, a ticker tape uh, screen that has a little riddle, and Mockridge sees it and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go, I gotta go." And uh, Bruce is like, why do you leave so early? And he reads the ticker tape. Yep. The riddle is, why do multi-million dollar deals break down in the wasteland? Right. Which it turns out is the name of a club that Mockridge owns. Now that's, uh, he has to kind of think about it. And this is where we get introduced to Robin. He's playing the riddle of the Minotaur video game, which sounds a lot like Super Mario Brothers. And looks a lot like (laughs) something from the Atari 2600. (laughs) But it's fine. It's... This Retro was, future. Yeah, yeah. This was not... Uh, this would have been, what, 92, 93, something yeah. like that. This was around the time that the Super Nintendo was coming out. This is already two full console <laughs> generations behind the cutting edge yeah. as of... 
<laughs> the time that this is made. And he's playing this video game on this huge mega screen that even Alfred's like, this is a $50 million computer. You're playing video games on it. And Raman's like, duh. <laughs> you know, Raman's a kid. He's a college kid. He's yeah. doing what college kids do, play video games. Yeah. And this is this video game, we get to see a little bit of it. It's it's one of those games that's that's really designed to make the player feel smart. It's a smarty pants game. Yeah, it's uh, got trivia and a maze itself, and uh, you know it's it, you gotta backtrack apparently if you get taken to a different. It's a maze. It's yeah, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons meets. I don't know, whatever was popular back then. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's got a real shysty riddle too. The The riddle is, what is the shortest distance between Nome, Alaska and Miami, Florida? Yeah. And it shows you a little zigzaggy line, a straight line, and a curved line. And, right. and Robin says, well, it's a straight line, of course. Yeah. Alfred says, well, no, on a globe, it would be the curved line. Yeah. BS. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't say the shortest distance you can travel. It's it's still three dimensional space, man. Yeah, <laughs> this is simple geometry. <laughs> just just because you cannot trans traverse this distance easily doesn't mean that that's not the shortest distance between two points. And that's uh, yeah. If you get it wrong, that's when the hand of fate will come and take yep. you back to the beginning of the game. Yep. So <laughs> meanwhile, I think this scene is the highlight of the episode. Mockridge goes to his office in this wasteland club and the Riddler is sitting behind his desk and he is the the Riddler now. Yes. And it's it's super atmospheric. He's mostly in shadow. Got some nice chiaroscuro going on here. His eyes are just like points of light in this shadowy darkness. He's got the... I, I love Riddler's character design yes. here. And he says to Mockridge, like, I don't want any money. Like you were talking yep. about earlier... I just want to do this. And he throws these uh, rings towards him. And Mockridge is like, hey, a new game? This is great. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. totally forgets that he dicked him over. <laughs> like you said, like, hey, let's uh, be good business partners. I got an idea for it. But no, Riddler is actually, he wants revenge. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Riddler pitches it to him as it's some kind of like ring puzzle. You're supposed to separate the rings. Turns out it's a trap. It's yeah, handcuffs. Handcuffs, yeah. <laughs> Batman and Robin break in uh, through the through the stained glass uh, skylight yeah, window. That was different. Yeah. Was, uh, there's a scuffle fight. Uh, yeah, giant got, ceiling fan explodes. Fire. Yeah, we got a couple of mooks. Take a shot, by the way. Yep. Uh, you do have two mooks. They, they barely register. They don't even get a name. Yeah, and they just disappear after this scene. There's one line. And that happens later on. Other than that, it's just grunting noises when they get punched. Yeah, just big, burly, just mook-ass mooks. Do, uh, we, do we put them on the Anthony scale? I'm going to say 250 a piece. They're, okay. They're baseline, they're muscle, that's all. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad, but they're not good either. Yeah, they, I don't know, they barely need to be here. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we did our science. Yeah. <laughs> always so got to do that science. Always do the science. Uh, Riddler shoots a Chinese finger trap that's huge out of his cane and it <laughs> encompasses Ro uh, Robin. And so Batman has a choice, help Robin or help Mockridge. He chooses Robin. Yep. But uh, in the, during the, uh, the back and forth during this fight scene though, uh, Batman does let slip that he knows who Riddler is because oh, yeah. he, he hears the name, the Riddler. And he says, what is this? A pun on your He's name? Very concerned about that. And that seemed very <laughs> secondary to me. It was, like, yeah. but it does get brought up later on. 
Yeah. Uh, Edward Nigma, Enigma, the yeah. Riddler. Yeah. yeah. Batman has has done his homework, figured who would have a, a grudge against Mockridge. Right. And uh, so we cut to, so the Riddler has successfully kidnapped Mockridge. The two mooks are still there. That is the one line that we get is uh, Riddler saying, we're going to have to lure Batman and Robin in here. We're going to have to take care of them. And they're like, why? You yeah. got the guy you wanted. Yeah. Riddler Riddler says, well, Batman knows who I am, so we're going to have to take him out. Which just, who cares? Yeah. You're you're not going to live your life ever the same again. Yeah. You are always, yeah. Yeah, uh, guess it's what? over, man. Game yeah. over. You are now a villain. Yeah. Also, guess what, my dude? <laughs> uh, this, this was not hard to figure out who would have a grudge against Mockridge. Yeah. You are not being subtle. Anybody could have... Fi- Jim Jim Gordon on a good day yes. could figure this out. Bullock on an average day could figure this out. Like, th- this does not take a Batman yeah. to figure you out, my dude. Yeah, but, <laughs> hey, if you're that concerned, sure, I guess yeah. we'll do a, a third act. Yeah, and other other versions of the Riddler will, will play this up more where he... The riddles are an obsession. He always has to leave Batman a trail to follow because he's not actually in it to succeed in his crimes. He's in it to match wits with Batman. And you can, if you want to, you can read that subtext in here and, and decide, well, he's, it doesn't actually make sense, but it plays into his neurosis. I think that's kind of, that's giving this episode a lot of credit. (laughs) But I did, I did enjoy the whole time. I was just like, this is so corny. Oh, yes. And there's even a corn joke, which <laughs> corn is called a maze. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the Riddler uh, hacks into the Gotham City power grid and makes the lights blink on and off. Turns out to be Morse code. And the riddle is, when is the Minotaur's owner, Mockridge, as high as an elephant's eye? Which is from, I guess, a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. I'm, I'm glad you looked that up. Because <laughs> I... Right yeah. over my head. Yeah, Batman just... Ex- he explains it to Robin just saying, it's song lyrics, it's before your time, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's... The answer to the riddle is corn, which... <laughs> real stretches <laughs> of logic... Batman figures, what's another word for corn? Maze. Ma- maze of yeah. the Minotaur. He goes to the theme park. Which where... is abandoned. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's maybe not abandoned. I think it's under construction. It hasn't opened to the public yet. Oh, we forgot to mention Batman's got a computer in his hand. Yep. In his little uh, costume gauntlet yes, glove. Which is important here later on. You'll never see this again. But <laughs> for this episode, it comes in real handy. Yeah. So, so they show up, Batman and Robin show up at the maze and the Riddler shows up on a giant screen and informs them that Mockridge will be killed at 4.30, meaning they have exactly 10 minutes to save him. I've got a riddle for you, Kenny. What time does that make this? (laughs) Math hard, math hard. 69, of course. That's the sex number. Guys are really us. What number are we thinking of? 69 dudes. <gasps> <laughs> so they enter this this giant abandoned maze to yep. and then there's all kinds of, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's a Batman third act. They're traversing the maze, they're solving riddles as they go. I think this is what we had me thinking they have to go inside the game. It's that's a different one. It's yeah. called What is Reality, I believe. Yeah, this one they're 
They're they're sort of inside the game. Yeah. They're in a an amusement park adapt. This would be a really crappy amusement park, by the way. Yeah, this is a <laughs> very deadly amusement park. <laughs> uh, but I kind of liked it. I liked the uh, puns with the losers ahead. I like the musical note thing. It it all works fine. It's yeah, it's, it's camp. Okay. It's corny. Yeah, Batman uh, intentionally solves the the straight line uh, riddle incorrectly to summon the hand of fate, which is this in the amusement park again why would they have this it's, it's uh, this hovercraft <laughs> shaped like a hand that scoops them out this is real this this amusement park is a lawsuit waiting to happen yeah. if your guests incorrectly solve a riddle and they get scooped up on this thing with no safety rails yeah. or or anything and flown into the sky yeah it's well. mm. <laughs> but <laughs> batman does that on purpose so that he can hack into the thing with his palm computer and make it go the way he wants it to. Right. He uh, crashes it into a big Minotaur robot. And <laughs> and then, then uh, well, Mockridge's deal, you know, the finale, everything's great. Everything's good. Jobs go to Gotham, but Mockridge, they never found Nygma, so he's scared to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As the episode ends, Robin's complaining that Mockridge got away with it. And Batman's like, did he though? Yeah. <laughs> and I I get the sense that Batman's maybe not trying super hard to find Nigma. No. I... <laughs> <laughs> he got away in a plane. What more can he do? Yeah, well, <laughs> he'll probably show up again sometime. Yeah. We can have another fun, wacky caper. But uh, yeah, that's if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? <laughs> yes it is kenny did this episode hold up yeah yeah it's it's all right it's stupid but it's a, a guilty pleasure of mine because i like the riddler like you said i love that design yeah, i think uh, the, mr the... glover's voice is perfectly cast for riddler yeah yeah this is the version of the riddler that i love other versions put him in this like onesie jumpsuit yeah. thing covered in question marks I hate that. Yeah. I, I want Riddler in a three-piece suit, tie, With bowler, bowler hat. hat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my Riddler. <laughs> yeah. I agree. This design is perfect. It's... Uh... Yeah. I, I love the way his face was animated, too. I looked up the, uh, the animation studio. They've only done two episodes. They did this one, and they do Day of the Samurai. Blue Sky oh, okay. is the name of the studio. Blue Sky? Yeah. Isn't that the company that did... I might be thinking of something else. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, isn't Blue Sky the company that does Ice Age movies? Uh, oh, sorry. Blue Pencil. Oh, there okay. Yeah. Blue Pencil. Sorry about that. I was <laughs> going to say, like, they go on to better things. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say better. I would say the Ice Age movies are good, but yeah, uh, yeah. good for them. Yeah, but the, the animation was kind of a mixed bag. Some stuff, like Riddler's face was super expressive. Uh, the Minotaur robot moved really well certain just certain shots would be kind of off model and weird especially in the third act it was very flowy it felt like a felt, i've been watching a lot of disney plus lately mm-hmm. and like the early stuff snow white and yep. it felt a lot like that it was very fluid very just almost tranquil but then like you said there would be some jittery scenes and off model scenes so. yeah so yeah, kind of a mixed bag, but uh, I, I think it worked for what they were doing here. Yeah, yeah. So 
Let's uh, let's see how well it worked. Let's get yeah. out the science machine. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance. With All right, I already got my lab coat on. It's yours. So warm. This is why you're head scientist, huh? Nice in December. All right, turn on the doodads. Doodads doodling. Well, let's see here. We got some gizmos that need to be checked. Yep, we've got, uh, I, I think, two Gugas today. Two Gugas? Yeah. Well, let's crank it up to three. Three you know Gugas. Redundancy is very important in science. If, yeah. If in the unlikely event that two Gugas fail, yeah. we'll have that third one. And that'll that'll make it everything fine. So, uh, okay, well, I got some catching up to do. I'll put my lab coat on. And, and put those pants is off. Woo! <laughs> Kenny, we have 35 episodes, soon to be 36. Yeah. Two-Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Club, Where the Grey Ghost, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, The Clock King, Heart of Steel, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Dreams in Darkness, Appointment in Crime Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Beer... Fuck. Yeah! <laughs> Fear of victory, POV, prophecy of doom, be a clown, the cave and cowl conspiracy, it's never too late, the underdwellers, nobody's perfect, catch scratch, fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yes! Oh, I started so strong. That's alright. And then I stumbled. That's okay. I got I got too excited. It's gonna get worse, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true, okay. R and Jesus is if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Better or worse than number nine, Eternal Youth. I'm going to say Eternal Youth is better. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I. It had Maggie. It had People Trees. It had lots of fun Alfred stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it's uh, pretty spooky. Yeah. 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 Nothing, nothing against the Riddler. Just got to do that science to figure out where yeah, it sits. Yeah. Is, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich, better or worse than The Forgotten? I think The Forgotten's better. Yeah, I agree. There was, uh, there was, there was no sassy bat plane in this one. No sassy. Even, <laughs> even just a little sassy bat plane would have elevated this one. I forgot about the sassy bat plane. <laughs> it hasn't been sassy, has it? It has not. We've seen it quite a few times. It has never been sassy again. Oh, that's something. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the music was also better in The Forgotten. Oh, yeah. Uh, that shoulders. harmonica is still in my head. Mm-hmm. This music, it's very... Yeah, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a Funland kids show, uh, wonky kind of Willy Wonka, I yeah, guess. Yeah, um, Willy Wonka and the Riddle Factory up in here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which isn't bad to say, but it's not necessarily good either. Yeah, it's 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 serviceable for what this episode is, but it's it's not a standout. Yeah. All right. Is, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Better or worse than number 16, Vendetta. Pregnant women are smug. I think we're getting close. (laughs) Vendetta had more atmosphere. It did. Well, more consistent atmosphere, I should say. We had that one really good atmospheric scene, the the first scene with the Riddler and his full Riddler get-up. Like, that I would put on par with the atmosphere in Vendetta. But Vendetta, the whole episode was to that level. Yeah, but I kind of, I kind of like the third act of the Riddler one a little bit more. I like the maze. Yeah, and whereas the third act in the other one was just kind of like a sewer that falls apart. Yeah, and the Riddler's more fun than Killer Croc. Yeah, I agree. Uh, certainly in Vendetta, uh, Killer Croc gets gets a little more, little more to do later on. But in Vendetta, it's a pretty straight ahead revenge story, whereas. 
here we get this... I, d- I just like Riddler's smarty pants smugness. Yeah, and he just wants revenge, which is simple. Uh, well, so did Croc, actually. Yeah, but... I think the difference is with Croc, it was played straight. And yeah. here it's played for camp in a way that I think is more effective. And Mr. Glover's very charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think yeah. I think we can give the edge to if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? I concur. All right. In that case, we are getting close now. Is if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Better or worse than number 13, Feet of Clay. I, got, I think Feet of Clay is still better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's got it's got that pretty animation. It's got, I would say the the standout vocal performance in "If You're So Smart" is the Riddler. I think uh, "Feet of Clay" had had a very strong ensemble. Yes, like I could pick three or four characters in that that were just about as good as the Riddler is I agree. here. Yeah. yeah. All right. So in that case, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Is it better or worse than number fifteen? Heart of Steel. And I think I would give the edge to Heart of Steel. Yeah, I... Uh, it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... For, for all the, the fun retro sci-fi stuff, for for the introduction of Barb Gordon... Right. For for a bunch of Spider-Walk and Terminator robots. Yeah. Yeah. I concur. All right. Well, that puts... If you're so smart, why aren't you rich in the new number 16 spot? Oh, there it is. Just below Heart of Steel and just above Vendetta. Okay. And that is another goddamn sentence. (laughs) Right in the middle of this dumb list. (laughs) That I'm going to have to do. That's awesome. Every week. Yep, yep, yep. But let's see what we'll have to do next week. We got a Joker episode. It is Joker's Wild. Okay. All right. I I vaguely remember something with a casino, and I think this is another one where, where a guy kind of gets one over on the Joker for a while, which is always fun. Okay. But I don't know. I couldn't tell you much about it. Do you remember much about this one? Um, I think joker escapes from arkham to destroy a casino and he works in the casino at one point and uh there's a car chase and the car has joker's face on it that's about all i can remember to tell you true okay so yeah not one of the more memorable ones but you know what we've we said the same about the forgotten and then that came out and blindsided us so hey this one might be great we'll just have to find out next week yeah all right all right yeah but until then kenny where can folks find you on the internet you can find me on weiski tv which is on facebook instagram and youtube you can always find me at hbi2k on twitter or twitch.tv slash ben creighton and you can find us right here on anchor.fm slash bat rankings where you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. If you care to pledge one, five or $10 a month, just to keep the lights on and keep us bringing this content to you week in and week out, we'd appreciate that. And if you want to give us a five-star review, wherever you happen to listen to us, that helps a lot too. So thank you guys so much for all your help. Yes. Thank you very much. And happy holidays to you. Yes, indeed. This will probably wind up being right in the middle of december i would imagine yeah so i think we might have uh joker's wild before christmas and then i think our next one after that might be right around christmas itself so okay. yeah happy happy holidays everybody and we will see you next time all right bye everybody